to Smart City Viewpoints. I'm Jim Frazier, Vice President of Smart Cities at ARC Advisory Group. In today's podcast, we'll be listening in to a recent conversation between Wasay Rashid, ARC's own Smart Rail Analyst, and David Songer, editor of Smart Rail Magazine. Without further ado, let's jump into the discussion. Can you tell me about the ARC Advisory Group and what it does, please? All right, lovely. Um, so ARC Advisory Group is a global analyst firm that is uh, offering thought leadership and research to manufacturing, energy, infrastructure, transportation, supply chain professionals worldwide and for complex business issues that are facing organizations today. Um, our analysts have the industry knowledge and the first-hand experience to help our clients find the best answer. So um, you could think of us like a research company uh, that's into advisory services and custom and strategic consultancy. Um, we take our customers um, opinions and then you know we come together with a collective solution to help them guide with their uh, policy formation or their strategic vision um, and um, so basically ARC advisory group is um, not your typical consulting company but more an analyst firm we um, have been in automation for the past 30 years and now as we see things are coming together now we've started expanding into other domains such as transportation as well in infrastructure great yes yeah, so so um do you, do you have an involvement, as you just mentioned there, in, in, in the rail industry? I mean, yeah. uh, could you tell me more about your involvement in that, please? Um, so I'm the lead economic analyst for railways and transportation. So what I do is I analyze the industry in detail to provide technical and strategic solutions. So we work with our partners along the way so they can take strategic decisions and informed decisions um, in policy formation and operational decisions. Um, I work with private and public stakeholders across the industry. Uh, some of the topics uh, that I'm covering in rail asset management, um, rolling stock signaling systems. Um, these are my current focus, but overall in the railways, uh, I'm covering you know, from uh, the linear assets to rolling stock to power asset management, uh, more like a holistic approach towards railways. Mm. Yeah. And what do you most like about being involved in that? Um, what I, I mean, the transportation industry has always been uh, something um, that I have always wanted to work in. Uh, I previously was working for Merseline, which is a container shipping company. Yeah. And uh, now I've switched to ARC advisory group uh, to work in railways. Uh, what I find fascinating about transportation in general is that, you know, transportation just uh, makes our world go around. Uh, it connects people, connects businesses. Um, it's a flow of people, goods and trades, and most importantly, ideas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just looked at your LinkedIn and said you focus on intelligent infrastructure and smart cities. What more can you uh, 
Tell me about that. Well, infrastructure, as you and I both know, is the backbone of world economies, you know, it it moves peoples and goods, Uh, it powers uh, our lives, it fuels growth, Uh, whether it's reliable transport system, electric grids uh, that provide a uh, dependable energy supply, or buildings that Mm. offer space for housing or commerce, um, safe and efficient infrastructure is the foundation on which economy is built. Um, Yet around the world, infrastructure systems are coming under increased strain due to unprecedented urbanization, um, continued globalization and effects of climate change. Um, So in addition to developing countries that are struggling to build new infrastructure, while developed countries uh, must replace their aging infrastructure. So let's say between now and uh, 2030, an estimated minimum of around $50 trillion in infrastructure investments would be required to fuel um, global development. Um, So it's it's very crucial. um, Yeah. Um, and look into the future then. Um, how do you think transport will, will look in perhaps in a decade's time and or even beyond? <laughs> well, it's a hard call, but uh, for you to well, you can be as uh, imaginative as you like with this okay. one. <laughs> I mean, um, for, for now, like uh, ground reality, as the I can speak about industry, the industry is definitely uh, moving forward with um, mm. you know electric vehicles, most importantly. Um, the, the second layer comes autonomous vehicle, but we still have a lot of uh, safety issues around that. But in the next decade, I would think that um, these uh, I- industries are focusing uh, to shift from more fossil fuel-based transportation system towards more electric and more clean energy uh, propulsion towards rails or electric cars but what i also see it's really important to have uh, end-to-end clean energy so it can't be like you're producing electricity by burning coal and then supplying the same electricity sure. to these uh, to charge the batteries of these cars uh, we can also mm-hmm. say uh, hydrogen fuel cell technology something that will be in the future uh, like hydrogen fuel powered trains, as we already saw, Alstom um, has already launched this um, short distance right. train, yeah. uh, which is a fantastic innovation. I must commend them on this. Um, and it's almost a zero emission uh, carbon train, you know, so it just exhausts basically water or, like you could say, condensed mm-hmm. steam. And so the future of the transport industry um, looks uh, bright to me, but there's a lot of work to be done because as you can see, the ships, um, they're still running on heavy oil. And as long as we do not you know, do something about that, uh, have innovative technology, some ways of you know, pr- propelling your ships through salt water or whatever they sail on, I think it's still a long way to go, but on land transport, I would say uh, railways so far is offering the best solution. Um, uh, And in the decades to come, I think people, and even in the European Union, um, they have initiatives such as shift to rail. So they're trying to promote more rail transportation as compared to other means and modes of transportation. 
what would you say are the biggest challenges facing the transport industry? I think the biggest challenging, uh, the, the biggest challenge that's currently facing the transport industry is also um, the public opinion towards uh, these modes of transportation. Uh, well, well, let's take an example of America and Middle East. So historically, Middle East people love their cars. Um, they they are not so big on using uh, inter-suburban trains or you know light rail metros they would rather drive to their office in a car or a four-wheel drive that uh, that requires gallons and gallons of petrol or diesel you know uh, in comparison to rail so i think the biggest challenge here is that the, the public acceptance and uh, you know the public actually pushing the industries uh, to bring new technology and innovative uh, steps. Um, and I think where the industry would recognize there's a certain amount of demand for um, a certain type of a transport, I think eventually the industry will fill in that gap. So I think right now the challenge is, I wouldn't say so, not so much from the industry side, but more from the public uh, perception about, you know, sustainable transportation. Uh, but it's slowly, you know, the, um, there's awareness campaigns going on and people are starting to realize, you know, what we should do or what we should not do. Like in Norway, we recently saw that um, the sale of electric vehicles uh, was higher than fossil fuel based cars. So that's a good oh, indicator. Wow. But then, but that's Norway, you know, we don't live in Norway or like not everybody lives in Norway. So um, I think one of the challenges, like, I think people need to change their perception about how uh, they want to use a certain type of transportation. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well, on the subject of challenges, then, what's been your biggest professional challenge? <laughs> I mean, uh, my my biggest professional challenge, I would say, is uh, um, learning a new language. Um, and in my case, would be German. I'm still not the best at it, but I've worked through it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, life is too short to learn German. Uh, and <laughs> But it's 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 been successful so far. Um, in, yeah, I mean, in terms of other professional challenges, I mean, also um, the transition from university life to the professional life, you know, things that are a bit different, you need to act in a certain different manner. And, you know, you need to be more careful what you say and, you know, how it's perceived. Um, so I think a bit of transition uh, towards academia to uh, more workplace uh, setting has been slightly a bit challenging. No, sure. Well, that's a good answer. Um, <laughs> and so just you're, you're due to speak at Smart Rail in June. What do you think um, you'll cover at the event? Perhaps just give us a, a brief summary of what, what someone might look forward to. Um, um, so initially, uh, as I spoke to one of your organisers, I was uh, tasked to moderate um, a session. Uh, but I think that is still um, open to discussion and uh, debate. Oh, of course. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Of course, where that where where that will head. Yes. Um, sure. So I mean, but I mean, so far the topic uh, I was initially interested uh, 
was uh, regarding the rail asset management, uh, which I don't think I'll be covering because one of your sponsors is taking that uh, over. And then the organizing team has placed me into another slot. Uh, I still need to discuss with them on that. So I'm, I'm still okay. trying to... I'm still trying to adjust the agenda, but as it looks like so far, um, I think I'll be speaking on building integrated mobility platforms uh, in terms of comprehensive approach where, you know, the okay. growing urban population and the expected future transport needs of cities and, you know, reducing the attractiveness of cars and supporting the development of all modes of public transport so i think i'm going with more intermodality of using different means of transportation uh, there are different concepts in the market such as podization where you have a certain amount of um, pods that could be retrofitted into a rail ferry um, a car or even so to speak in a drone so like from door to door kind of an operation you know but this is more like the future approach but also I think I'll be speaking about the environmental benefits um, of uh, the public transportation and you know shared mobility and so forth hmm. great and um, finally then um, just to drag it back to rail a bit um, just want to ask um, where in the world your favorite rail journey is yeah. Well, um, I think one of my favorite rail journeys was from um, Moscow to St. Petersburg uh, during uh, FIFA World Cup recently. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty exciting. And, uh, I, and so it was more like a sleeper train. And, you know, trains in Russia um, are not your typical trains in uh, Europe like I could have said Munich to Berlin but this was a long train and it was pretty smooth yeah. I got to sleep I had nice tea and breakfast and everything so nice. um, it was a nice journey I would like to take the Trans-Siberian Express but I need uh, it's going to take me a while to do catch that train yeah and what game were you? You were heading to to a game, were you, to watch a game? You wouldn't believe it. I was going to watch the third place, Belgium versus England. And don't hate me. I was mm. rooting for Belgium. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I don't blame you. I think the sensible people were backing Belgium, so don't worry about that. <laughs> the good money was on Belgium. Yeah, but I did get to see the English team, and it it was a good show. You know, the third place. Uh, yeah. So it was it was pretty interesting. I had great fun there and uh, enjoyed myself. And you, to my surprise, uh, the train ride was actually included in the ticket. That's very nice. That's a good uh, initiated by the Russian ticket. government. Oh, <laughs> oh, fantastic! Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. great, lovely. Well, thanks again for your time. I say. All of us at the ARC Smart Cities team. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Keep an eye out for many more in this continuing series. And don't forget to visit us online at www.arcweb.com as well as on Twitter at, at SmartCitiesVWPTS, Smart City Viewpoints on Twitter. So thank you very much, and we'll see you again next time.